0: Hello, my name is Josiah, and this is my podcast and a project that I've been, uh, quite frankly, putting off <laughs> for some time. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with it, what I was trying to say, who my audience was, and what I was just trying to accomplish. I thought it's been a good idea uh, in a format that I find interesting in terms of um, you know, podcasts that I found that I really resonate with. Um, but like, why, you know, why would I have one? I get that it might be a cool idea, but, but why? And for what purpose? Um, yesterday I was in the Carnegie library in Mount Washington, which is part of the city of Pittsburgh and is a community that, uh, I do a lot of work in and live in. And, uh, as I was leaving, I saw a flyer on the wall for an organization that has a, uh, uh, or an organization with a Meals on Wheels program. And this organization was the first that I worked with when I graduated from Penn State in in 2012. And it just has put me in a mode of being reflective about my journey in the past six years and thinking about all of the people that I've met along the way and how much that I have personally benefited from moments when I've been able to document that journey. And as great as it's been to kind of give people a window into what I'm up to and what I'm passionate about, Um, I have used that documentation um, for my own purposes, uh, to remind myself of why I do the work that I do, um, to remind myself of the people that I met along the way, to take moments of reflection and um, feel an intense sense of gratitude. Because if I could talk to Josiah that worked at that organization, he would hardly believe the things that I have Uh, to tell him. And part of that has to do with the fact that I didn't really have a clear career path in mind. I had been um, bartending at night and studying for my LSATs. It was my intention to go uh, back into law school, uh, or back to school, uh, into law school. And I was considering uh, adding a master's of that. It was just very much a season of continued education. And I got a call from an old friend who I had known in Mobile, Alabama, when I lived there in middle school. Who had uh, recently moved to Pittsburgh, uh, of all cities, uh, with his wife and son, and had gotten a job with this organization that had this mills on Wheels operation in all these communities around the city of Pittsburgh and the county, um, but that I specifically in places uh, in this in the south of Pittsburgh, um, Carrick, Mount Oliver, uh, the Hilltop communities, and then uh Southside slopes southside uh eventually hazelwood glen hazel uh, etc and they just need help in the mornings and I didn't have a car or anything but I called my mom and was like hey do you think we can make this work it resonated with me um in terms of the mission and I just thought you know hey something to do in the mornings and um and it might be a a, a cool project not to mention um working with Nick after all these years of of being disconnected it was just it was just too good to be true and she said My mother said, "We'll make it work. We always have." And I took that job. And that winter, I indeed did take my LSATs. But the position had turned into a full-time outreach and development job. And we were working in different communities, starting to engage local philanthropy. And um, from our from our position, to the limited extent that we could, and I was starting to learn more about Pittsburgh, which is the city that I've been born in, but had moved around, moved away from, uh, just growing up due to the nature of uh my father's work and um and and life in general and I'd graduated from from high school up this way but then had gone to Penn State. So this was really my first chance to get to know the city that I always wanted to live in um but couldn't for you know decisions that were made beyond me. And that was six years ago. And I've done different jobs, have met different people, been involved in different spaces, um had extraordinary experiences, um faced all kinds of challenges and had moments of unlooked for success, and at this point, feel like it's just a very interesting time, not only to be alive but to be in Pittsburgh. And I'm of the opinion that it's the best time to be alive. Period. Uh, and so for me, it's the best time to be alive in Pittsburgh ever. And it's certainly um, speaking just for myself. That's that's the case. Um, I've been recently trying to document the work that I do and use the platforms at my disposal to do so i've gotten a lot of value out of that um, and I feel like it's been cool to let other people get a window into uh, what i 'm up to and a chance to to get introduced to some of the amazing people that I 've met along the way organizations projects initiatives etc but I've gotten a lot of value out of it personally and in moments of challenge in, in low moments or lo- or moments of frustration, I've been able to go back and see um, you know how far things have gone and um and what all has transpired uh, since I took that first Meals on Wheels delivery job um, back in, in 2012. So I decided to uh, take this step and be accountable with myself and record this podcast. This is my uh, a complete new venture for me. I've been working on another podcast with that same uh, friend, Nick, um, as, as fate would have it. And... I just want to add this to the ways that I document, but also because I think that podcasts allow you to connect with people in a way uh, that's a little bit different. And, and I'm hoping to have um, what I've enjoyed probably the most in the work that I've done, which is have a better conversation about the work, um, not only that I do, but the, the spaces um, and the industries or the communities uh, that it touches. And since I've never really had a defined or felt like I had a defined career path, this will be another interesting way to document that journey and to bring other folks um, along for the ride, and just a little bit more accountability with myself of of being intentional with the relationships that I have because. Um, I've gotten so much from learning from others how they approach work, what their morning routines are, uh, books that they recommend, how they approach their own personal self-development, um, how they think about networking and the value of relationships, um, what their just general journey and story has been, how they got to the to where they are, and since I don't ever or haven't felt like I have a template in mind that I'm aiming for, I've I've been able to pick and choose and and add wisdom that um, that others have so graciously presented. Uh, and it's made me a better person. And in the past four to six months, I've taken a real focus um, or adopted a real focus on my own personal development. and spent a lot of time um, working towards that in, in different ways. And I want to I wanna just dedicate myself to continued optimization. That'll help me uh, as a person. It'll make me a better uh, brother, a better son, um, a better coworker, a better citizen, a better resident of the city of Pittsburgh uh, and a citizen of the United States. And it'll also impact the work that I do. And ideally I can, I can bring that optimization uh, to spaces that I have the opportunity uh, to have access to and to work that I have the opportunity to, to lend a hand to. So um, at no point, uh, even that first job, you know, came through a personal connection at no point have I um, done this work completely alone. And, I think podcasts um, are a good way of of uh, of engaging of engaging with folks in the context of life and, and of work. the The podcast that I like the most um, kind of embody those elements, so I'm going to to seek um, to do the same and just see where this goes. Uh, I've never done this before. Uh, I think there's a there there, and it's kind of a a little bit of a leap of faith because I'm going to just broadcast these and figure it out as I go. And I'm gonna learn <laughs> every lesson uh, along the way. Uh, one of the things that happened pretty early on with that Meals on Wheels job is, is uh, a pain point that I encountered was that folks just didn't know about the programs in the communities that we were interfacing with. And there were some wonderful organizations that were making real impact, but didn't have a presence online, for example. Uh, and then an opportunity came along with um, a group of guys that I mainly know through my dad, who also works in uh, the city of Pittsburgh, who were putting together an event and asked if uh, I knew how to make a website. I did not, but I said yes, that I could make them one and contacted a friend uh, who had a, had a small business at the time that did that very thing and asked him if he could build a website, teach me, you know um, kind of the tools of the trade and teach me how to manage it. And then I can handle it from there. Um, and then I used that experience and just taught myself how to make websites mainly on WordPress, um, past that and, um, started offering that service to organizations that, uh, that I came across just to try to better connect people. And then, uh, as Facebook, uh, and Twitter and other platforms of social media, continued to um to grow in usage and and to evolve. Uh, I started adding that as well because it's just really easy ways to connect via via social media and the whole state of the internet has changed um since then and people are much more familiar with these tools than they than they used to be and it's and it's easier to add value in that in that way because um you have I have access to those platforms just like traditional media companies do and people are spending a lot of time on them and it's never been a Uh, a better time to put your story out there and to to establish and build organic reach and um, and to connect authentically with people as you're as you're documenting what it is that you're doing Um, and so that's a kind of a good example of of the kind of opportunities and and value additions that I've sought in the work that I've done and I was what I realized is that what I was um, I was kind of a little bit I was kind of close to the elephant starting um you know, starting out, but I quickly realized that I was dealing with networks of organizations um, that function very much in networks and in clusters, Uh, and these in Pittsburgh are supported in a variety of ways, but um, with a a nationally recognized and relevant foundation or philanthropy community, and there was going to be a lot to learn, and I may know considerably more than I did, but I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, because Pittsburgh is just this city that has an immense and, uh, incredibly interesting and rather glorious history, some of which predates the nation that it is a part of. And so there's just always more to learn and there are, uh, you know, interests and, and powers that be, um, that, that influence the direction of, of the city and, um, how people think and, and where we're headed for the future. And so there's just so much, so much to learn. I always wanted to do as close to organic community-based work as possible. And I wanted to be able to look anyone in the eye, whether it was, you know, my dad who does the same kind of work or, uh, President Obama and say that I did community work and mean it. And so I always wanted it to be more of a grassroots, uh, approach, uh, individual relationships, specific communities, um, institutions within those communities, uh, and the ones, um, that they deal with, uh, on more, on a, on a broader level. And that's, and that's the way that the work is, that's where that the work has gone. And I've seen, um, different sp- spaces and sectors and, and organizations, um, from vantage points that I, I never could have anticipated. And, um, I think it's just, I think it would be beneficial for me, Uh, to talk about that and add my perspective to what is a a regional conversation. Because what's happening right now is Pittsburgh is in this moment of the season of transition. And um, I'll get into it a little bit more um, at another time with people that know much more about it. But there was a relatively recent, you know, last century, several decades ago, uh, a large economic collapse. And right now, Pittsburgh is on um, a different vibe. And there's growth um, that's happening and there's prosperity and more coming, it seems. And there's alignment for for relevance in this century that could even uh, rival the glory uh, and perhaps even surpass the glory of the days before. And there are leaders that are thinking thoughtfully and intentionally about what that looks like. And there are people that want to see that their interests are understood uh, and represented and there are younger people people of my generation uh fellow millennials that are moving to the city and in in increasing numbers at the same time we have a population that's also aging rather rather quickly um at a um at a pace that that means solutions that are being considered and implemented here in Pittsburgh are interesting ones for other parts of the nation to consider. And then given our trajectory, we're actively looking at other models um, from around the nation and the world that can help inform the work that we do. And all this is stuff that I'm witnessing, not from a position of leadership, but from um, just local community-based organizations. And for reasons that I'll, I'll also get into at another time, uh, I happen to have access, uh, because of the leaders that I've worked with. Or what have you just to hear just to hear these conversations uh, and hear what folks are um, are, are thinking about what 's on their mind what 's important to them, and how' they're, how they 're moving thinking about moving forward and it reminds me of of a story of a story in the Bible where um, the, the the story of Joseph where the idea is that the the, the, the leader of of um, the nation that he was living in is having these dreams right he 's like struggling with these issues, like these macro issues of of what's of what 's going to happen he can't he can 't interpret what he's what he's thinking about, but he kind of he 's seeing images and shapes, and he 's like, okay, this is like this is what it is i don 't really know exactly what it means." Uh, and the elders, the the other leaders of the region are thinking about the same thing, and they're trying to figure it out. And Joseph comes with an interpretation of the dream, and that interpretation comes with a blueprint on on how to deal with it, on how to approach it. And it sets them up for not just sustainability, but prosperity, um, both in the near and the long term. And I, and I think about that with Pittsburgh because um, there are all of these positive indicators, and there's a lot of... Uh, outstanding issues that that folks are dealing with, but the the shape of the issues and the even the terminology that leaders in different sectors, different spaces, and different levels are using are all very similar. And I hear similar considerations listening to um, the, the business interests or the universities or the foundations or uh, the local political leadership as I do attending a community meeting in a community like Homewood or even Mount Washington. Um, People, leaders are trying to figure out how to better authentically engage uh, with local residents, how business interests can be intentional uh, and thoughtful partners, how, how uh, philanthropy can be um, a force multiplier and help optimize operations, how universities can play uh, not just with attracting and retaining talent, but developing the workforce uh, that's here in Pittsburgh, how all of these individual communities that comprise Pittsburgh um, can have a seat at the table, so to speak. with the future of the region and how they can best position, you know, themselves to, to be a part of that. And it's exciting. And there are, there are headaches and there are setbacks and there are challenges. And um, it's just us figuring it out in real time. And so I'd like to kind of, you know, t- talk about that uh, from my perspective and then continue to lean on and, and intentionally seek out the wisdom of folks that are um, in positions of, of influence, leadership, um and perspective, just to have just to have that conversation. Uh, I heard something um, after the last presidential election that went along the lines of, "It's time to finally talk about what we're all finally talking about," and what we're talking about here in Pittsburgh are the issues of our day. And I look around and I find myself present in this age and in this time. And if I truly believe this is the best time to be alive and the best time for me to be in Pittsburgh ever, then it makes sense to uh, to have these conversations. And Hopefully I'll be able to look back and say, you know, wow, what a, you know, what a journey because, um, I've just never met smarter people. I've never met, um, you know, so many interested souls, um, in, in any city, in any city ever. Uh, and I mentioned that I moved around a lot growing up, you know, being in and around Pittsburgh since 2012, this is now the longest that I've lived in one place ever, and so I'm thinking a lot about what it means to put down roots or to have roots at all, what it means to have like long-term friendships, what it means to have, um, you know, long-term uh, business or work relationships. And that's really what it comes down to for me. I realized I was reading a book by um, a person named Ray Dalio, and he, he kind of distilled it to, to two things that I resonate with a lot. He said um, what he wants out of life or the way he approaches it is uh, meaningful work and meaningful relationships and the meaningful work part is something that i've always found because i tend to resonate with work and pursue work that um and stick with work that i resonate with in terms of it being meaningful and impactful um but the meaningful relationship is is also something that i'm thinking a lot about and want to be more intentional about because you know some of these these work relationships um it might be odd for for other people to have a different experience but um, some of these work relationships are some of the longest relationships that I've ever had. And so I've been thinking a lot about that. And And podcasting is uh, not just a cool service, but it lets me also use these, these same platforms, engage in a little bit of a different way, uh, and have that better conversation, have a, a better conversation over time, optimize the nature and quality of my conversations over time. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. and um, And yeah, so... I guess uh, this is the journey in in voice form, and we'll see what happens. But the first step was to record an episode uh, and see what came out when I just started talking, Uh, and I've I've done that now. So you know, to the future and uh, and to the journey.